free men need to be able to protect their families. It's really sad to see people hurt, livelihoods destroyed, even homes destroyed, just to make a political point. Free men take action when churches face heartbreaking attacks. And while cowards stand idle, free men run towards the sound of gunshots when children are in danger. I'm so thankful for free men who stand ready with the tools of liberty. Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politic on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, I'm the water boy. It's good to be with you. Stick around. We got a, we got a country music star coming on to talk about country uh, music star? the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, it's what he does. Well, that's what he does. Because the last place that still exists in America is probably in country so. music. It's, it's, it's true. away from it's there, true. too. So, so. So, so stick around for that. Reformation Heritage Books is a publisher and bookseller whose mission is, by the Spirit's grace to aim for the conversion of unbelievers and equip the saints to serve Christ and his church through biblical, experiential, and practical ministry via books, tracts, and other resources. Reformation Heritage Books is committed to the conviction that the scriptures of the Old and New Testament, as originally written, are God's inerrant word inspired by his spirit and therefore are the only sufficient and infallible authority for faith and practice. So visit their website today at heritagebooks.org for more information. That's heritagebooks.org. Org. Okay, hold on. I would say put some of their books in the libraries, public libraries, you know, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> they can't get them in. <laughs> I just want to know, all all of our sponsors are so happy to have you back. Oh, they are? Keith tried. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Jared tried. Who else yeah, we have in here yeah. to try? I can't remember. Somebody else tried. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't it good. I had read one good. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, so, I tried. I, I'm horrible. I mean, I don't Yeah, read, Oh, yeah, you yeah, tried. Yeah, I'm, I'm horrible. We all know I'm bad I, at reading ads. But I, I sell a lot. <laughs> That's what happens, though. Yeah. I'm so bad so, at reading the ads. People are like, oh, I guess I'll go shop. Sponsors there. are happy to have you back, Pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to be back. Okay. Two things here. Okay. First off, uh, this show is actually going to be connected to what we do uh, coming Monday. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk about David French, transgender and, and ideology and a bunch of stuff that's been going kind of circling around the French wagon. Where's the article is what we he call wrote? It. I, he I, have, wrote, I have it over here. It was a New York. Was a New York Times article? Uh, What's the title yeah, it's of it? New York Times. Yeah, New York Times. Don't let the culture war degrade the Constitution. I actually okay. agree with the statement. Yeah. Of I agree. The statement yeah. is a great statement. So, so think of uh, what we're about to talk about say, here. Oh, hold on, I gotta say something okay. though. Can you have Constitution is a culture war? Can you say that though? Isn't it? culturally reflective what's going on, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah. you kind of can't have yeah. – one's going to influence the other. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. So, but we'll get there. We'll, you, we'll you, save that for right, Monday. Yeah. Hold, hold we'll on save that for Monday. Uh, uh, secondly, oh, before actually – I got to stop you one more clip, time okay. because I want to say that David French, if you want to come on Monday, now would be a good time to – Y'all tag David French. Tell him to come on the show with his money. I mean, so he has my we email. We can talk to him. Why don't you, you tag? Well, you know what? Since you like to email sometimes and mail the show and your ding's been going off, why don't you send David French an email telling him we're going to talk about him on Monday. <laughs> and, and we he's love welcome to come on, to, come on to the okay, show. Okay. And we could talk to him about him yeah. on Monday. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll, send, I'll send him an email. Why don't you do that? Uh, and then secondly, uh, parents, this, this video we're going to play, it's with yeah. uh, uh, Joe Biden and uh, some various clips of, of uh, the results of transgender surgery. So there's nothing. There, there's no flesh new, mutilation. There's, there's flesh mutilation here. It's horrible. Um, very sad. Um, but this is just such a powerful clip because Joe Biden last week was being interviewed. Yeah. Um, and he was just going all in on the transgender um, community and and support them. support and all that stuff. So so parents just you know uh, have your kids walk out of the room, watch it, and then maybe replay it if it's okay uh, for some of some of your kids to see it. So well, the good news um, is we're not on YouTube right now. Yeah. So we can so, kind of play yeah. whatever. No. So download the app. You know, you can be able to watch it. Um, so this is, to, to repeat myself just a little bit, uh, Joe Biden was being interviewed. I think it was on, what, 60 Minutes? or um, I don't remember. I remember uh, Kumar was the one. It was okay. his real name, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's being interviewed about transgender community. And and the, the uh, DeSantis war room uh, posted or clipped images, violent, you know, flesh wounds of, yeah. the, of the results of transgender surgery next to his comments. So uh, go ahead and roll the clip. Transgender kids is a really harder to thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, I decided I want to become a man or I want to become a woman or I want to change. I mean, what, what, what are they thinking about here? They're human beings. 
they love, they have feelings, they have inclinations that are, I mean, it, it just to me is, I don't know, it, it's cruel. And the way we do it is we make sure we pass legislation like we passed on same-sex marriage. You mess with that, you're breaking the law, and you're going to be held accountable. I mean, that's crazy imagery. Uh, Joe Biden's saying it's Florida's cruel. Right. Right. He's saying that they, because they're passing laws to try and get, and then you get, um, also Tennessee is passing laws against this as well. Um, that's hard to watch. Very hard. Um, anyway, I, I've watched that num- numerous times, and I, it's still hard for so, me to watch. And, and we're going to get into this because uh, right now there's this real battle going on with the transgender uh, culture war. So we'll get in this on Monday, but, you know, Walgreens and, and, and Gavin Newsom. So Walgreens said, you know, we aren't going to um, uh, serve abortificants in conservative states where they've outlawed abortion. Yeah. And Gavin Newsom said, fine, we're going to we aren't going to contract with you anymore in California. Okay. California has a 53 or 54 million dollar contract with Walgreens in, in California. Yeah. They're going to need it after they have legalized uh, reparations and. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna need all the money they can get. They better, yeah. they better act right. He yeah. was already looking to cut his budget. <laughs> <laughs> he's already he's finding holes, huh? Uh, and then of course, Brent, Ron DeSantis has been going after the whole trans surgery thing uh, in in Florida. And David French kind of equates the two, which we'll get into on, on Monday. But just I want to pin that because Monday's gonna be really important. Uh, now here is Minnesota's lieutenant governor um, talking about how parents need to support their their trans children. Because let's be clear, this is life-affirming and life-saving health care. When our children tell us who they are, it is our job as grown-ups to listen and to believe them. <laughs> That's what it means to be a good parent. You, you know, I, I can understand someone who has um, dysphoria in this way, not quite being sane. I can understand that. I can sympathize with that person that there's something, the chemical, whatever, they're, they're just not right. You know, but the person who doesn't have that problem, like this lieutenant governor, and sees the stuff that we just saw, yeah. they have to be as insane or more insane than the person who is going right. through the chemical imbalance, mm-hmm. right? Hey, I, I can see that. But this right here, what we just saw, and you to say that that's restorative or health care, important, life affirming. life affirming. Right. But they also think that abortion is health care. Yeah. I, I, and here's the other side of this. So I know we have another clip. What was it? We'll talk about Glenn Young in yep. a second. Mm-hmm. But I am totally opposed to the transgender surgeries and everything that's happening. I don't think that laws are going to be our thing that stops them ultimately. Oh, no. And I, I get everybody pushing laws, but I think this is one of the Machiavellian fills. Once again, we're going to the highest form that we can possibly go to to get things done. Mm-hmm. But this is we have a cultural problem much deeper than laws are going to be able to ultimately fix. And we'll know, I think, when we've hit when we've actually gutted out the cancer because the laws will naturally reflect that. Mm-hmm. But if we can't if abuse to children doesn't already cover this kind of stuff, then it doesn't matter what you put on the law books. It's not going to really fix the problem. Like if you can't, if a prosecutor can't bring these images into a courtroom and say a parent allowed this to happen to their kids. Yeah. Put, they, put them in jail. If, <laughs> if, yeah. if they can't do that. Yeah. And I think we lost the conscience to be able to do that when, when we saw the images of aborted babies did not change the conscience ultimately of people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And somehow we lost, we lost that battle. I don't understand that. Well, and think of all the uh, I mean, gatekeepers, let's call them gatekeepers, that are felling that kid on the way to surgery. Right. Mom, dad, the doctor who swore a Hippocratic oath to do no harm, uh, the yeah, but the I, mayor, the sheriff. I mean, all these gatekeepers are, are, should be involved in saying, stop, don't do this. This is not right. The Proverbs say that uh, wisdom says, all who hate me love death. Mm-hmm. And I, and I don't think people take that seriously. Yeah, I, I, don't right. think, I don't think they realize, like, act, it act, like, to reject God, to reject his wisdom, to reject his light. His sanity. It is, yeah. it is it, it, when you reject all those things, you are embracing um, death. You're, you're embracing 
uh, mutilation. You're, mm. you're embracing these things. And it, and it, all who hate me, it says love death. Mm-hmm. They yeah. love it. Like it, it, it is their life is to, is to embrace this kind of mutilation. So I, I think it absolutely is a, um, is, is a, a spiritual thing. This is a, a moral thing, but this is, it's, you're right. It's not, you're not going to, I mean, when you start having to make rules yep. for everything that somebody's doing, you've already lost the, it's like, if you're a parent and, and you're yeah. like, you just have like, you have like a list and you keep like making more rules about like, no, stand, it gets longer. no standing on the table. Yeah. Okay. No standing on the table on one leg. It's no, like, no, no, no yeah. throwing food. No, no, no throwing green beans. Yeah. No, no. It's like you, when you're in that place, you're already losing. Uh-huh. Um, and you don't win by like, I know it. Um, the next rule is going to win. That, I know one more. Yeah, and that's because. And, but but we we are. Um, I think you have this. Uh, the 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 legal stuff. I think is worth doing if it if it only slows some of it down. I think you have to both end approach but, for sure. But you can't be thinking about this as any kind of solution because you don't understand. They love it. Like you you can't like when someone is in love with death, when they're in love with destruction, when they're in love with mutilation, when they're in love with these things. The rules are going to stop them. Well, and if you're not practicing enforcing laws that we already have that will do this, if we're not – so this, in your own home, when you just got to make another law, make another law. Well, what are the laws that you haven't been enforcing? Right. Honor your sure. father and mother. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like yeah. if you if you if you can't get that right. one, well, where's the dis- – if you're not disciplining there, then it doesn't matter what all the laws you lay up after that. You're That's not right. going to enforce those either. Right. And not without – yeah. Anyway, so I want to get this Youngkin clip because yep. – I think this people are trying to have a third way, and I think they see Youngkin and they're like, "Ooh, this is it." Uh, Governor Youngkin, your transgender model policies would require that students play on the sports teams and use the restrooms that correspond with their sex assigned at birth. Look at me. I am a transgender man. Do you really think that the girls in my high school would feel comfortable sharing a restroom with me? Uh, she's a girl. Yep. So first of all, Nico, thank you for, again, asking the question, being here tonight and uh, engaging in this important discussion. Nice eyebrows. I believe first, when parents are engaged with their children, then you can make good decisions together. And I met your dad and I'm glad that you're both here together. That's really, really important. I also think that there are lots of students involved in this decision. And what's what's most important is that we try very hard to accommodate students That's why I have said many, many times, we just need extra bathrooms in schools. We need general neutral bathrooms. And so people can use a bathroom that they in fact are comfortable with. I think sports are very clear and I don't think it's controversial. I don't think that biological boys should be playing sports with biological girls. Uh, There's been decades of efforts in order to gain opportunities for women in sports and it's just not fair. Um, and I think that's pretty that's that's non-controversial and something that I think is is pretty well understood. Um, again, I think these are very difficult discussions, and I am very very glad to see you and your dad here together. There you go. That's not the third way. Not controversial. You know what? Maybe 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 it's just me, and maybe I'm I might be too for it's, it. It's probably just you. Okay, I, I'm, I'll take it, it that. Usually, just is. But I think I would have respected him a lot more and said, I'm sorry, um, where's your father? Right? Is that your father? You failed your daughter. Yeah. You know that, right? That's right. Your daughter was not born like this, and you have allowed this to happen in your house? What are you thinking? This is horrible. People don't be like this guy. I, there should be, where's the shame at it? Instead of asking for more bathrooms. I mean, I yeah. said this before. I love my sons. I absolutely love my sons, and I'll kill for my daughters. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Yeah. Son, this is, this is your daughter. Yeah. How could you fail her like this? And we are not going to allow that to happen, you know, yeah. where I have the authority in, in in my office to be able to execute that. We're not doing this. I'm not I'm not letting you. I'm either. not letting you. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Um, I, I also think, you know, this is, is so often what um, th- this sort of compromised conservative or whatever you want to call it. Rhino, uh, I don't know, Republican, middle way, third yeah. way, fourth way, fifth way. Are David we, French are way. We, are we on the sixth way yet? Termite um, conservatism. Termite conservatism. Uh, maybe so. But they want to, they, they're trying to have it both ways. Like, um, I really appreciate you, respect, you know, I'm glad your dad is here with you. I'm glad this, this is like, I'm affirming you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but not really. Mm-hmm. And that, that, and I think th- there's a there's a you can't play in boy sports. There's a logic Sorry. here that is not. I mean, well, it's not logic. I mean, yeah. the, the, and and they and on on the argument, the way that he he um, Glenn Youngkin responded, mm-hmm. he lost. Yeah, 
He lost the argument. And had right. all the bona fides. Right. Right. Sure. Like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. Right. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to put another bathroom in the right. middle so that the issue yeah. is in the bathroom. Right. This is, he, want, he, <laughs> he, 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 he thinks make, it is. He wants to make more bathrooms like bad parents want to make more rules. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Like, oh. Like, like, how about another bathroom? Yeah. You oh, know, past uh, a Toby. And, and, then he just, and then he just stop that's making right. more rules, stop making more bathrooms. You need to go back to the fundamentals. Yeah. Like, God is God and you are not. He has a plan. His plan is right. His actions are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to repent. And but this, in my mind, Glenn Youngkin's done. He needs. No. To, he needs no. not run for president. This. We need to stop. No. Yeah. He was and, done and like the, ages ago. No. No. Yeah. No. Ages. People he, still. He's people got love a lot of approach. status in the Republican Party right now. This is a gooey approach. Yep. I don't like yeah. it. Derek yep. Johnson up next on Cross Politic. Yeah, this is a super gooey approach. I yeah. think everybody's gonna. Looking for a job isn't easy. It used to be that you could apply at a big name tech company and build a great career for yourself. But times have changed. Many of these companies have gone full woke. And if you aren't the right gender, ethnicity, you don't use pronouns, or if you're not an activist for the preferred cause, then good luck. Why would you risk your career on that? At Red Balloon, we're connecting good employees with top quality companies that value you for your skills and your work ethic not your social activism score. Employers who post jobs on Red Balloon are focused on creating an enjoyable and productive work culture, free from divisive woke mandates. So if you want to find a serious career path without the nonsense, come to Red Balloon and post your resume today. Because you shouldn't have to choose between your job and your values. That's redballoon.work, where you can find your future. I think we need to do a, a segment with beer and country music. We do beer and psalms, you know, beer and country music. Yeah, you we're, know, uh, we're, we're doing a segment. We're, we're doing it right now. Right now. Right now. But, yeah, but I got water. Job. I don't got my. I don't got uh, beer with me. Yeah, you didn't bring any. Put any. your finger in it. You got the anointing. Turn that water to beer. Come <laughs> well, on now. Welcome back to Cross Politic, y'all, on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. And this segment is brought to you by the Armored Republic. The mission of Armored Republic is to honor Christ by equipping free men with tools of liberty necessary to preserve God-given rights. In the Armored Republic, there's no king but Christ. Mm. We are free craftsmen. Body armor is a tool of liberty. We create tools of liberty. Free men must remain ever vigilant against tyranny wherever it appears. God has given us the tools of liberty needed to defend the rights he has bestowed upon us. Armored Republic is honored to offer you those tools so visit them today find your body armor today at ar the number 500 500 ar500armor.com are you are you new to the intro i am okay yeah. all right I, I, there's, I, there's a little pause there i, I was just, like just saying, do, I, do i need it i got nervous i was i got nervous i was just i was just relishing it and like, he's in a smooth mood how, today. i know he I watched him. Him. i watched him. just relishing how you know how smooth that ad read was <laughs> I, that's what is I was, your voice? I was, your voice sounds a little. Uh, hey, hey, cut. hey, hey, yeah, hey. Okay. Just, just, it's fine. Don't okay. ask any questions. Don't touch it. Hey, we're really grateful to have with us on the show today, Derek Johnson. He's U.S. Army veteran turned independent country music artist. His singles, "Real Cool," "Kind of Hot," <laughs> and "Right Beer Right Now." That, there you go. We're back to back Billboard country chart toppers that Gabe's been listening to all the time. I repeat. On All repeat. week, yeah. He's the man behind the 1776 Nation, which aims to educate the people on American history, particularly in regards to our Constitution, Founding Fathers, and American government. So, hey, Derek, thanks for joining us on Cross Politic. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, don't build me up too much there, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're a veteran. That's a good start right there. So how do you, how do you go from, um, you know, the glory of right beer right now <laughs> to being a passionate and patriotic advocate of American history and the U.S. Constitution. But does that go together, or, or I mean, how, how'd that happen? Well, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I was the guy in high school that, uh, you know, I remember the the history uh, teachers were always football and baseball coaches, and they didn't teach much. So I actually, uh, the football coach would let me. Uh, direct the class on history because I knew it so much. I, I just always loved history. I, I guess I'm the guy that um, I go to, I find old graveyards in Illinois, and it's just something about knowing that these people have done live their life. They've been in the ground 200 years, 300 years, 400 years. 
it's just something about that that's cool to me in a different way. Um, but I love history from that standpoint and, and, and knowing that, man, you know, same thing with country music. When I moved there, I was a connoisseur of who the writers were and more of the guys on the, the bat side that no one ever thinks about too much. Um, you know, most fans don't even know who the writers are. Most fans don't even know that 99% of the artists don't even write their own music. So, that's right. you know, I was just that guy. I've always been a guy that's like the, the bat side um, and, and knowing those things. And, of course, I mean, it may be the reason why I'm 40 years old, single, never married, no kids. I mean, you know, it may have been because I was on a date and I said, you know, hey, have you have you read the Constitution where it says this, 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 and this? <laughs> uh, you know. Hey, hey, you're from Nacogdoches, Texas, aren't you? I lived there a long time. I've been living there. So I wasn't born there. So I don't want to want anybody to, you know, get mad at me that. But well, um, especially Texas. That's where I call. You know? But hey, we'll, you know, Texans, we'll let you. I'm from Texas. I was born and raised there. Oh, yeah. Promised land. Yeah. As you guys yeah. know. All right. Yeah. Never um, heard it before. Do, do you know uh, our friend Cade Foyner? Um, he's, his dad is ranches outside of Nacogdoches. Say that name again. It kind of yeah glitched. Do you know Cade C A D E Cade Foyner? Um, his dad, I think, has his ranch I don't outside. Know the name, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I know like because you know I know the uh, Bonita Creek Hall and all that around there. So, um, so I know some of the names around there. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah. like as far as like I went to SFA, um, yeah. and I just I kind of I kind of just stayed r real reclusive around there in a different way. Um, it was just uh, but well, let me tell you something, Texas. Let me let me go ahead and tell you something. Yes, like, sir. Let me tie it in for you. Do you want to hear a history note? So William Barrett Travis, the hero of the album. Yes, sir. Uh, right? They drew the line. Never the forget. Sand. Never forget. Picture of death. Guess where, guess where he grew up? Claiborne, Alabama. My little hometown. One of them. So uh, there you go. He didn't grow up in Texas. So I'll let people know that. Sorry, now. You might you might need a beer for that one. I didn't want to <laughs> knock you off. Here. You know, you're no, no. Hey, yeah. any, yeah. anybody who comes you're in. You're a native of Texas. That's a little harder. That's right. But anybody who comes yeah. in defends Texas I'll, I'll, is a friend, of, friend of a Texan. All right. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Right. So, are, are you done? Um, no, yeah. not done yet. I'm talking, right. to, I'm talking to my honorary Texan <laughs> friend now. Go ahead. All right. You got it. You I, got, got it. You this, got it. This is my interview. Yeah. 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 You got it. We know You just sit back and relax. All right. All right. So, so, um, uh, now how did you get involved in, in like the, the, the constitution and kind of promoting the constitution, talking about the constitution, founding fathers, uh, American government, um, well, 1776 nation. Is that your, is that your organization? That's me. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, you know, I don't like to talk about the army too much. I was that guy that wanted to, I'm, I'm proud I served. I'm glad I served was one of those, but it's kind of like George Strait. A lot of people don't know George Strait's an Army veteran. Um, he kind of just, it, he lets his music, he lets his life lead by example in a different way because uh, too many times you could use stuff as a crutch. So uh, when I got out of the Army, I moved back to Nashville. That's when my, my actual hits happened. I, I lived in Nashville before and then uh, went to the military, then went back to Nashville briefly to, to record. That's when I was living in Texas. Uh, the, the When I first got out of the military, well, I... I didn't get to serve as long as I wanted to. And, um, you know, sometimes I, it's funny. You get beat. I hear people, there's no way you can know what you know uh, with only doing one stint in the military. I'm like, look, this has nothing to do. Like, I have a brain, you know, like I read. So, uh, but I stumbled on all this by, um, so when I say this, so I have a document, a blueprint that shows how Donald Trump is still your president legally by laws and order, but military law first, not just federal. And there's a separation of those. And Franklin Roosevelt clarified that. And this is in law and this is happening. And people can say you're crazy, but it, it's happening. And I'll paint a picture of how. But when I was in, I was I was under Obama. There was a lot of stuff going on that that even some veterans don't understand. And but when I tell them what happened with me specifically, uh, I'll only tell a veteran because I don't I, I didn't want this to be about me. It's not about me. Um, but my service was cut short. I enlisted with a degree. I had the scores to go to officer candidate school if I wanted to. Uh, I chose to enlist with a degree to kind of get some frontline experience because I always heard like, hey, if you do that, then become an officer, then you, you'll you have a respect for what you're asking these guys to do. If you're ever in a position to ask them to do something that's difficult or a mission or this, that, and other. So I did that. I got cut short of my service. I'm, I'm the very one who can beat myself up feeling like I did. I felt like a failure to my nation. I went in perfectly healthy. 
And I mean, I still have back issues to this day uh, that are non-visible that I deal with every single day. And I try not to talk about it because it, it, it makes a, an I form. And that's not what the military is about. It's a, it's a we and it's a us form. It's a team form. And so when I got out, I got into a, a, a bad spot um, and I, I didn't call on God. I didn't I didn't even call my veteran buddies. I, I thought that I was tough guy, you know, and, and I got in a bad spot mentally um, and I didn't call on God. And I started blaming God for all my problems. I started GD this GD that look what you've done to me. And, you know, you know, it was and I made it a selfish. I, I, I. Um, and then I had an accident. Uh, this was 2015 to 2021. I spiraled. Even with hits, you'd have thought that hits would have given me happiness. It didn't. I didn't have a purpose. Um, I was empty. I didn't have a purpose. Um, and and so you know, I tell people all the time, hits they come and go just like that. That that thing went up the chart and went down the chart just fast. Yeah. Um, and so it didn't fulfill my purpose. And uh, um, I spiraled even more until the moment. Um, it was November the eighth, uh, 2021. I went to an old graveyard and I begged God to, to take me out of the world. Um, now, not not suicidal, nothing like that. But I just begged him. I, I'm like, God, I, I don't have a purpose here. Uh, look, I've done everything by etiquette, standard protocol. I, 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 I. Um, I turned to drinking. I passed out that night. I woke up the next morning like nothing happened. I got on an ATV and uh, I was on a, a like a high ridge. The ground gave way. And, uh, and and I was in a position I had to call out to God. The, full, the ATV was on this little ledge. If I leaned right, it was going to roll or I was going to have to bail off of it. Um, and I was in a position I had to call out to God um, to save me. Um, and I opted to, to go ahead and take the fall and hope the, the ATV didn't roll. Um, and it kind of did like a it came back. And uh, I hobbled out of there. I had to hobble two miles to my truck to get service. I was in the middle of nowhere, and um, and I still didn't. As I got closer to, to the vehicle, um, it's kind of like there's a Burt Reynolds movie where they were stranded, and he, he was out to sea, and he was swimming back. He said, God, if you get me back to shore, I'll give you 100% of my life. And the closer he got, it decreased in percentages. <laughs> and uh, so I did that. And, um, and so long story short, that evening, that ATV fell off of my truck twice, strapped down, in gear, popped it on a flat road, fell off like this. Me still yelling and cussing at God. You'd have thought me calling out to him. <laughs> no. So he just boom, boom. Then I let him have it. I looked like Lieutenant Dan on top of the ship in Forrest Gump. I was in the middle of this road in the middle of nowhere, just cussing, streaming, kicking. And um, so anyway, dad came and helped me and a friend. And uh, we drove. I said, but dad's like, well, we have, uh, we have three of us and there's two, two trucks. Where's the ATV going? I said, no, there's three of us and there's three vehicles here. Someone's driving it back to the hunting camp. Uh, it was seven miles. And uh, so his friend volunteered. It was 38 degrees and cold. And uh, his friend volunteered to drive it. I got my Jeep, laid my phone on the side. My phone never gets service out there. It's it's horrible. Uh, it's never worked there for years. And um, I laid my phone over and I pull out on the highway and I'm like, what do you want from me, God? What do you want? Now that you ain't got an HCV on the back, you got me where you want me now. Let me have it. Um, and my preacher told me, he said, man, you, you weren't egging, you weren't egging God on. You were, you were egging the devil on. Um, and so my phone rang in the middle of nowhere, never worked there. My phone was ringing 615 Nashville. I answer it. A little sweet voice goes, hello. My name's Sister Janice. I'm with the Church of Latter day Saints of Jesus Christ and God sent me to have a prayer with you. And I'm like, are you serious right now? I'm like, are you? And then I'm like, oh, they hear this a lot. But then I straighten up and I just, I said, I think I just had the worst day of my life. And I just unloaded my whole life on her. And when I pulled in my hunting caps, that's when I just kind of, I was crying. And she goes, well, God gives his toughest loads to his strongest soldiers. But even you can't carry the weight of the cross. And that's when you just simply acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you say, I can't take it anymore. Here you go. You brought me here, but here you go. And she said, that's where the one set of footprints takes place. So it was really that simple. It really just clicked like that. I went in and apologized to my dad for my behavior the last seven years. And I went back to that graveyard. And I said, all right, God. All right. What do you want from me in a good way? I've always had one foot on a banana peel and one, you know, one foot in the Bible. I'll 
put both feet in the Bible and I'll put my mind, heart, soul, and spirit in the Bible if you'll lead and guide me. But if you want me out of country music, take me out. If you want me to, so it's kind of like that. And then, uh, and, uh, and pulling that in with the fact that I felt like a failure. But when I got out of the army, I started reading. I thought there was a way I could see what the heck was going on. And I started digging in executive orders of Obama and different things, army regulations, army handbook. And then when, when boss man, I call him boss man, when Trump got elected, I was like, I saw some things that just my grandpa's talked about. And I'm like, this stuff is not just normal politics. You know, he said some quotes, some key things, and I just followed all the laws and orders he put out. And it formed a blueprint, especially the whole first year. And then when he declared Jerusalem capital, I'm like, uh-oh, this is game on. This is bigger. This is a lot bigger. This is biblical. It went beyond monumental and historical. So I, I now know what God was doing with me. I, I found my purpose because I took all these laws and orders that Donald Trump passed and put them in a blueprint. And it shows vividly and clearly if people read, if people go read and if, if they're capable of understanding, I'm not knocking people. But if you read these orders in the order that they were issued, you'll see how he is still uh, legally commander in chief operating as a commander in chief, not a president. And that's quite Sorry, a story. I that, know that was long-winded. That's but. quite a story right there. Uh, Gabe, this is your interview. Seven, so 1776 I, I'm, Nation. So, <laughs> so what is the blueprint? What is this blueprint? Okay. I, I just don't want to sound like I'm talking too much here because it takes me a moment to go through it. But uh, basically, you have to, not say you, but people. People have to know where the line. So let's use William Barrett Travis. People have to know where the line was drawn in the sand. There was a line drawn in the sand in 2016 that maybe was more probably visual to people like me who studied this, not so much everybody else. And I don't mean that in a bad way either. And but you have to know where that line was drawn. Donald Trump said specifically in 2016, he said, never again will we voice to the public what's going on with our military because if we tell you, guess who else finds out? If you want to know. You can join. So there was that. Then you have a lot of guys who serve, and I'm not knocking them, but they, you know, there's a hairline here, and I get in trouble sometimes because people hear it the wrong way. But there's a difference in having a good heart, soul, and mind, and spirit versus knowing your laws and orders that you serve under in the military. So the military was founded first. The Army was first. Then you had the first 69 articles of war articles, which was military law. It came next. Then you had the Navy. Then you had the Marines. You had the first flag long before the Declaration of Independence. So we had military law before. Okay. So when you fast forward to 2016, there was a lot of things what I call the blueprint. Here's the blueprint. There was a, there was a segment of things that happened, and they all came in an order. And when you go, when you know where that line was drawn, where you know where that victory or death, Texas, my Texas guy, where you know where that, that line was drawn, then you can start from there. And it's all .gov and .military sites. It's not .com, .net, .this, .that. It's all in laws and current laws and orders. So the law war manual, here you go. The law war manual was signed June 12, 2015. It was updated. That's the Department of Defense's war manual. Okay. Donald John Trump rolls down the escalator four days later, all right, to announce his candidacy for 2016. Okay, then you have the Military Justice Act. That is the very first piece of paper that we've ever had in history that clarifies what I'm talking about with the military being separate from everything else. It specifically is the Supreme Court of the United States of America clarifying that military laws, courts, and personnel are separate from civil laws courts and personnel, and they can be tried differently. So there's that. All right. Then you move forward. January 17th, 2017, there's a continuity of government under .gov, Federal Continuity Directive 1, and it outlines how the three branches of government are under continuation of government as we speak. That was January 17th, 2017. Move to inauguration day. Trump, he had two officers standing right behind him. On their headbands, their army, this is what we call an optic, military intelligence and judge advocate general. Then on June 13th, there was the Federal Continuity Directive 2 came out. So you can't say, oh, that was three days before him. No, Federal 2 came out. They're titled Department of Homeland Security and FEMA. Okay, so and they show you how the three branches of government are under the continuity of government. 
Donald Trump declared 10 national emergencies between December 2017 and March 2020. Two of those were verbal, and this is where it separates. This is where your line was really drawn in the sand, if, as if it wasn't already. Military law is separate. That's what the Military Justice Act clarified. So in 2020, March 2020, Donald Trump federalized one million National Guard to active duty. That is a military order. That is a command by the commander in chief. He gave that command. He holds that command. It don't matter what happens. When he did that, he became a wartime president like Roosevelt. And here's how. Article 2 of the Constitution. Under Article 2, Roosevelt told Congress in 1941, it's my responsibility. Article 2 says I'm president, but it says I'm commander in chief of the Army and the Navy. If, if you don't act federally, I'll act with my military. So they gave him power in 1941 to restructure the executive branch to declare war by the president. It became known as the First War Powers Act. It's still active. And then the Second War Powers Act. Okay, so it's still active. That's still current. That order in March 2020 made Donald John Trump a wartime president by military law and military definition. And I can advance a little further because the blueprint still goes on. He also changed how you court martial. He also revoked Obama's executive order to keep Guantanamo Bay open. All right. So when you fast forward, that was March 2020. The one thing that shows you, if you think I'm crazy, and I can see a little look that you think I'm crazy, but the one thing that will show you more than anything, the Army don't mess up, ladies and gentlemen. The Army don't mess up. It don't mess up. They have four and eight years to get the inauguration right. The 3rd Infantry ID performs all presidential inaugurations. The Army, 3rd Infantry ID. There are four cannons present for the salute. It's also the army who performs the presidential funerals. There are three cannons present for the funeral. Why did Joe Biden have three cannons at his quote unquote inauguration? They don't mess up on that. That's an optic. Now, it takes you into a biblical standpoint because you're watching something most people would never know unless you knew these laws and orders, unless you knew what the, the National Guard are doing. But Biden is what they call a continuity of government. In, in March 2020, once again, there's that month and year again, Donald Trump was asked, are you a wartime president? He said, yes, I am. He was asked by CNN, Fox, NBC, ABC, all of them. He said, yes, I am. I'm a wartime president. Way back then, no one paid attention. He also said we're in a different war, same scenario. Different war meaning it's not visible to you. It's not a boots on the ground, and it won't be like that for the people. Okay, same scenario means same laws and orders. In World War II, guess what we did? U.S. law. U.S. law put in a puppet for the Philippines. He was not a real president. The real president was in exile. All right, he had full control of his military, and Roosevelt and our government flew him back and forth during World War II while they had this puppet addressed in the media. It's called Commonwealth Act Number 671. So to prove that even further, just really fast, I apologize, but December 20 of 2019, Donald Trump established the Space Force. In August and December this past year, 2022, the Army and the Navy transfer all communications under the Space Force to have one command. There are two words that have never been mentioned out of Biden's mouth, not one time, not uttered or stuttered, not two. These two have never been mentioned, the Space Force. So if the Army and the Navy, which are under Article 2 of the Constitution, which is the Commander-in-Chief, and then Donald Trump, the only person who can federalize the National Guard to act to duty is the President. That's 10 U.S. Code 12304 and 10 U.S. Code 12406. Donald Trump is the only person who has made that command. And guess what? Every single day, I got 25,000 photos, and I don't follow them all day every day because I write articles, but... 25,000 photos in my documents and on my phone that show the National Guard out of their states every single day out of the states and out of this country federalized. It, it, it can't be disputed because guys like this hotel the fall. That's what made my video go viral was the fact that I'm so passionate. We served under the same 10 U.S. code. When you raise your right hand, that is also 10 United States code. It's all there. And I know it's like it makes people 
you know, maybe scary, but it's nothing to be scared of. These federal continuity directives show you there's ERGs, emergency response groups. When Donald Trump tells you we're going to tear down bad and ugly buildings, when he says we're going to decimate street crime by 75 and 85 percent, that's martial law talk. And also in one of his latest speeches, he said pretty soon we're going to put a beautiful flag on the surface of Mars. Military, auxiliary, radio, system. When you go read the federal continuity directives, guess what's in there? Emergency communications, EAS, emergency alert systems, ERGs, emergency response groups. And that's all these aircrafts I have on my documents are showing you. They're flying 500 to 1,000 feet and they're running recon. They're mainly recon aircraft. They're carting out all these different routes. This morning, this morning, late, I, mean, I'm not, I don't know if we're going to have ladies watching, but I say ladies and gentlemen. But today, we had a Coast Guard UH-60 Blackhawk in Wyoming. Why? What the heck is the Coast Guard doing? In, oh, that's right. When you go to government regulations, look at here. Coast Guard operates under the Department of Homeland Security during peacetime. They're transferred to the Navy during times of war. We have Three stations, Mobile, Alabama, Miami, Florida, and Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Since January 2021, there's three different naval units, strike squadron units, been stationed there since January 2021 at these Coast Guard bases. They're naval helicopters, strike squadrons, maritime squadrons. It can't be disputed. It's all there if people go read wow. and uh, That's put it, a lot. it together. That's but, what the blueprint is. Sorry, I know. I, to, I told you it's going to be long. We asked. We asked. Uh, no, nah, I was going to let no, you no, go until no, uh, Knox asked. I did. I, 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 <laughs> look, I have a conspiracy mind. Yeah. And so when he said the blueprint, he was like, I you wanted want, to you know. You know. Uh, right. uh, 1776 yeah. Nation. Those are all .gov.mil sites. Those are not. I don't have anything in there that goes to .net, .com. I'm not this, not that. You hang on right there. We'll talk to you in just a second. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. And buy you some aluminum foil. This is Cross Politics. So... That blueprint is evidence that Donald Trump is still president. Is that what we're, is that Co what commander in chief? Commander in chief. He's saying he's saying he's still the, I, okay. the head of the military. Right, but when, how does it that an election doesn't change that though? We elected well because well because the federal continuity of government and also that command by the military. Uh, you did not elect. First off, if you can't tell Biden is not the same senator and, and vice president, you need to see an ophthalmologist yesterday. Um, but, but he's a he's a he's a Commonwealth Act six seven one. But to be serious with you, sure. Uh, Executive Order one three eight four eight. Let me show you that really quick, if that's okay. Um, Donald Trump signed that September the twelfth, twenty eighteen. Two months before any election under his presidency, visual presidency. Okay, two months before. That means the only evidence they had to go on for foreign interference. That's the foreign interference executive order. That means the only foreign interference that they could have gone off of was what. 2016 and prior, because it was two months before any election under him. And the reason why it's important is the language inside of it. So it says this. This is a key line out of it. Although no foreign power has altered the outcome or, there's a key word, or vote tabulation in any United States election. All right. So when you break that down, let's fast forward to January 6th. We already know it was staged. That Tucker Carlson dropped that bomb. It was staged. It's fraudulent. How did 2,000-pound rotunda doors open from the inside? Hmm. Okay, it was staged. Well, let's back up. So there's that executive order. Now fast forward again, now that we know it was staged. January 6th, guess what happened? Alabama checked off Trump. Alaska checked off Trump. Arizona pops up. All right, Arizona pops up. What happens? Two objections. Well, most people don't even know that January 6th is actually in our Constitution for counting the electoral votes. It had nothing to do with, with just Biden and Trump. It's not. It wasn't Biden versus Trump. It's the incumbent versus the president-elect. It's for counting our electoral votes. So all of a sudden, all these people think, you know, you got half the people. So I'm one of those. I'm, I'm trying to help you with this, right? This. I'm one of those that tell Trump supporters too. Hey, look, know why he's president. Know why he calls it read election. It wasn't a read election from just, oh, it was stolen. No. If you go read the simplicities of government and understand why he was saying that, 
He says that to get people involved because why? 75% of America can't even name the three branches of government. So how do you think they're going to be able to handle me telling you what three U.S. code does and, and this executive They can't. So they're trying to rile people up. I hate it personally came to this. I hate it came to a drama filled bullcrap that we have to spew on people that looks so childish that they're still playing games. But because Americans are lazy and spoiled and rightfully so in a lot of good ways, we have to lay it out like children. But, you know, it's drama filled in a different way. But if you go read that order and then you go watch January 6th, two objections and all of a sudden out of nowhere, the insurrection happened. Bull crap. If you go read that executive order, which was two years before the presidential election, two months before any election, the or vote tabulation cancels out everything. It would have answered people's question about J6 because I'm sitting there that day going or vote tabulation. Guess what? Three United States Code Chapter 15 talks about objections. And here's what happens when an objection happened. That didn't happen that day. All right. It showed you way back here with this order. That that day was fraudulent from the get-go. I was telling people, yeah, I got called crazy and all kinds of stuff. I'm, I'm used to that by now. But if people would read what matters, we're in national law and orders. I get tired of people getting around the barbecue on the 4th of July and they're popping. Oh, the 4th of July. They only know what the Declaration of Independence says. So are we in national laws or orders or not? What are we? So that executive order answers that. There was no election from that standpoint. They had to trap every governor and every attorney general who wasn't going to uphold the law. This is a clean out. This ain't a different, this ain't a party thing either. I want people to know that. This is not, oh, the Democrat, Republican. We're talking about the evil rhinos. See, the Constitution protects, may I just be blunt here? You're a black guy. I'm a white guy. Pretty obvious, ain't it? It protects us as a whole. All right. It, it protects gay, straight, Buddhist, whatever you are. The Constitution. Now, I personally am a Christian and I believe the way I believe, but I'm not going to put my I don't go tell people how to live. I live my life as a Christian and someone says, hey, what did, what makes you happy? Why are you so positive? Then I say, may I tell you? Because I'll tell you. It's a personal relationship with God and Jesus Christ. That's what makes me the way I am. But I don't go tell people how to live their life. So it's, it's kind of one of those things where the Constitution protects us as a whole. It's a live and let live. But our founders said we need a strong border. The only way you can live and let live and let everybody be themselves is to have a strong border and protect what we have within it versus not knowing who's coming in. And then we have all these rhinos get up here. No rhino has made your life better or my life better. It's always us making our lives better. So when we clean out the infrastructure's there, we don't need to tear the infrastructure down. We need to go in and clean out. We need to apply responsibility, accountability, integrity, and courage and all these other terminologies, honesty, back in the infrastructure. That's what they're doing. This is not some kind of, you know, military going to take over in a different kind of way. It's a clean out of the Washington establishment, as Trump calls it, the festering rot of D.C., the rhinos, the deep state, the swamp. And I'm going to tell you what, that's going to be about 95 percent of Republicans, too. So this ain't this ain't some party thing. They're going to clean out all these sections. But they had to do it slowly because they didn't want the country to revolt either. They don't need the good old boys in the street with their AR-15 talking about, I'll serve my country if I have to. No, they didn't want that either. So they, they did a controlled operation by laws and orders. And let me tell you one other thing, if I can, Rich, hop back on that. When I say Donald Trump, he is, you know football? We love football, right? Does anybody love football here? Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't yeah. know. Go I mean, Cowboys. Alabama grad. <laughs> Boy, you're in bad shape. But the, the, that, but so Alabama, and so the, I had a relative play 14 years of the Cowboys. That was back in the day. But so I'm an Alabama graduate. Look, Nick Saban, he's hated because people don't have him. But Nick Saban replicates Bear Bryant so easy for one reason. He coaches his coaches. Now, he can coach a unit and he can coach a player, but he coaches his coaches and he delegates to his coaches first. And when there's a problem on the field, he goes to that coach and says, and of course, he sometimes he says a lot of stuff he probably shouldn't say and they catch him on TV. But Donald Trump also signed an executive order that's very key. And that's why I love when you when I get people going and then I get them with this one. He gave the secretary of defense equal authority to federalize the National Guard Act to duty. So instead of being this one man on this totem pole up here, right, and he did it, he did it, he did it, he gave equal authority to the Secretary of Defense 
And then he changed the order of succession within the Department of Defense. And that succession under that Secretary of Defense has all the answers on who's running the show. And he stepped back back here, right? I hang out with him at the golf course. I've been down there twice. Um, so he's back here. He has two phones on him. He's a delegator. Um, and he's letting his generals, men and women, run the show with their expertise. So it's not, it's it when when this is all revealed, it will be revealed. I'm all right, look, I, I I'm trying to get my credentials right now. I'm getting everything going, but I do have an official DOD invite from a radio station to go to Guantanamo Bay in July. The 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 military tribunals are happening. The New York Times reported this December 29, 2021. Military tribunals are happening. Biden said he was going to shut down Guantanamo Bay. If he was president, he'd have every power that every other president's had. Whether you like him or not, whether I like him or not, doesn't matter. Why hasn't he shut down Guantanamo Bay? He hasn't. Donald Trump's executive order that revoked Obama's is still in play. And I have a ticket to go down to the military tribunals in July. So it's real. It's going to happen. So it's we're at the point now where it's like, I, I mean... Should I be trying to wake people up? I don't know, but I feel like that's my purpose. And I'm telling everybody it's not a partisan thing. Nothing to be scary. There's nothing to be scared of. But when Donald Trump says, I'm going to clean out the cities and we're going to tear down bad and ugly buildings, we're going to decimate street crime by 85%, that everything the man said has come to fruition. Whether you like him or not, that's fine. I don't tell people. I'm not I'm not like his, you know, his personal speech guy. Uh, but I'm just telling people about military laws, what's going on and what they're about to see, because that's what these aircraft are doing. So those two orders right there point out there's no there was no election from the standpoint except for to show everybody, the governors and the attorney generals who did not uphold the law. It was to smoke those rats out as well. And there's a lot of there's a lot of bad rats on the Republican side, a lot more on that side that people are going to be surprised of. This is a true biblical I think like they like a harvest or great awakening, uh, but it is happening. And, you know, it's not as visual, but it's because people don't know what to look for. But they're going to start seeing it more and more and more. Uh, people see it every day with the aircraft. Why are you laughing at me, Pastor? I, I, well, you you just have that face on. What's, what's this face? I don't mean? know. I'm, 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 you translate my face? Yeah, I'm trying to translate. Look, I don't know if I know you well enough to call you by name, but look. I respect you. I'm not trying, Mr. Knox. I don't know. Oh, no. well, I don't know what you want to call you. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. It's all I'm, good. One, it, I'm one guy. I'm one guy, but it's it, these are all in .gov and .mil. They're current. So the executive order that that where Donald Trump federalized the National Guard. Why would Biden extend that out to 2024? Why does the federal continuity say it's out to 2024? They all parallel each other. Why would Biden do that? On any given day, Biden and Trump will not. Their, their ideologies and everything are par polar opposite. Okay. Right? Hey, Derek, so why would Derek, Biden stick that out? Excuse me, real quick. Um, I'm gonna so, I'm gonna let you keep convincing Knox, but I actually have to run. Okay. So I, I just I'm, I didn't want to didn't want to just get up and, and walk away. Uh, but I actually have to go to my next. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, but great great to meet you and 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 uh, great to have you on the show. And I hope we can keep in touch. Well, I'm glad you clarified that because I would definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and, uh, well, but thank you. Thank you for having me. You, so, Derek, you give me a lot of information to process, uh, to say the least. And just at mm -hmm. this point, I'm going to tell you, I think either you're, you're insane or you're probably onto <laughs> something. But there's no middle <laughs> here. I'll tell you that right now. Either you're crazy yeah. or you might be onto something and there's no middle. And uh, although, you know, it's interesting uh, I have a friend. I don't know if you know who Alex Newman is. You know who that is? I've heard the name, but yeah, you know. Alex, Alex Newman is probably the best revealer of conspiracies mm -hmm. out there. I think that I know of. Yeah. And he, and he brings so many receipts. And even though I listen to him and I really like him, and Alex is a friend. We've had him on the show before. Um, I'll look, I'll give him some of the crazy, like, man, that's pretty far fetched. And he'll bring all his receipts with him. I'm like, that actually looks like a purchase. Like that, that those receipts seem to be adding up. And so, yeah. what I kind of want to do is, I, I really want to kind of look at some of the things that you're you're saying because I'm not making the connections that you have. But I'm okay. There's some receipts. There's some codes here. Some of the story and the narrative feels, you know, I guess if you're going to do something like this, almost too big to be true, right? Like there's there's a well, and it, it is actually it really you know is. I mean? like it, that's, when I tell you, yeah. 
And so, I mean, when I tell you that, I mean, you know, I, I have to tell myself, is this, but it's .gov and .military and they're all current and active because Biden has extended every single national emergency that Donald Trump declared. Um, now, there's a difference. Some some national emergencies do follow other presidents. It's just true. But the the order that the command, that, that one command, if that command wasn't there, uh, you know, I would be a hard sell. It, it's already a hard sell, but it would be a harder sell if that military command wasn't there. But because the military operates different than federal, that's where that's where the line's drawn in the sand. But you're right. I mean, you know, I'm one of those. It's like, look, you know, I'm just Derek. Look, man, I grew up. Yeah. In the, my dad was in the military. I grew up with conspiracies and all the conspiracies that he had came true in 2020. Right. Like this. old, I, I'm. He's been proven right, you know, so I'm, I'll am i give it a fair shake and I'm willing to listen to it. Uh, but well, And I think well, you want to finish that or right? Yeah. I, I, go ahead. So I, it doesn't I'm not afraid of what you're saying. I guess like it. But what I've from what I've read, especially reading about communism and the way it's infiltrated America in the early um, the turn of the century. Um, you know, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. The thing that we need to wait for is just time before it's all revealed in a more clear and understanding way. Some things took us 60 years to understand what was going on at the turn of the century, right? Um, and so now I take everything with a grain of salt and say, okay, well, before long, we'll know if this is what was going on or not, you know? So that's, oh, yeah. that's kind of my approach, is especially reading history. You, there's a lot of things people in the moment some guys knew and everybody painted them as crazy until time revealed that they were right. I've seen that. So I, I'm willing to I'm willing to take something and put it in my pocket and be like, OK, let's we'll see over time if we get the results of what. Well, and what's I, being said. For, for me on this, I think part of part of, you know, when I sort through, um, uh, you know, ideas like this, I want to kind of first know what are the foundations of of, you know, Derek. You know, um, what, you know, you told us a little bit of kind of your testimony, um, you know, but I think all our foundation has to be standing solid on Jesus Great. to be able to reason well. Uh, for, and, and that's where we reason from when these kind of when these situations start to happen right. on us in, in 2020 and, and so forth. COVID is a good example that we America lost its mind because they weren't standing on Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, when insane and and so I, you know I kind of hear some of your testimony and and I believe I believe you're a Christian I, absolutely I believe you your word and all this stuff but then I also hear you know you talk about like Latter Day Saints you know Mormons uh, calling and so forth and it kind of makes me wonder okay well, what what foundation is is Derek you know standing on is he standing on the Christian foundation or is he mixing religions like the Mormon faith with the with the Christian faith. Um, you know, so I, I, that that's where I want to kind of I want to figure out. Okay, what are Derek's foundations before we start talking about maybe something that we need to reason well for? Oh yeah, sure. I mean, well, you know, I still think that uh, God can use people in in certain ways. I'm, I mean, I'm not a Latter Day Saint by any stretch of the margin. I don't want to talk about. I don't. I've never. I mean, I've read a little bit about him, but I never really studied. Um, I grew up in more of a. Um, I mean, I actually grew up in a Pentecostal setting. Hey man, um, I'm so, sorry. And like, uh, I got excited. That's okay. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I did. I grew up in a, a holiness church. And then also we then we, we moved to a different place and we went to Assembly of God. Um, so I had a lot of uh, background. Just I'm just like Elvis Presley. That's what we tell it everybody. Just, just like Elvis Presley, the Assembly of God. It makes sense And um, so, yeah. <laughs> If you had the charismatic but, Yeah, roots. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I mean, but, you know, I, what's amazing, though, talking about that, and I appreciate that question because I tell people all the time, you got to know the foundation of what you're standing on, um, and you, you can't you can't be grasping for straws in different ways because God don't work like that. We know that in the Word, and I was, like I said, I'm the first to say I never read the Word. I was that talking Christian, but I didn't, I didn't read, and I can't tell who I was in a meeting with this morning. He's a big guy, and he asked me to right now keep him uh, not on government. He's a big country music singer I won't, I won't say who but we were sitting um and talking um and, and we were he was saying god has anointed you and and you know these laws and orders are current in in a smaller time frame um so you will be excited when you read that but i want to tie that in also what he was talking about with me um you know i get a lot of attacks we're in a spiritual warfare for sure and i get a lot of attacks myself right now i've got a lot uh, and matter of fact, I'll get you guys to pray with me if you can. But 
but I have a lot of attacks coming at me because I'm just telling what laws and orders. I didn't write them or pass them. I'm just kind of at, it's kind of like getting mad at a narrator versus even the author. Um, but, um, you know, he told me this morning, he's like, man, let me tell you something. He said, man, Noah, Noah couldn't get out of a situation. He just built a boat. And then he was like, then Daniel couldn't get out of his situation. They just, God just closed the jaws of the lions. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they, he said, you think they wanted to jump in? A, you think they wanted to go in that fire? No, they did. He, he, you think they knew God was going to be with them? They made that easier? No, it didn't. Uh, and it's like uh, one of my favorite songs getting into Pentecostal here. Um, the Crab family, you know, he never promised the cross would not get heavy. The hill will not be hard to climb. He never offered our victories without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. So remember when you're standing in the valley of decision and the adversary says, give in, just hold on. Our Lord will show up. And he'll take you through the fire again. And uh, I'm I'm going through the fire right now in different ways. And, um, you know, there's been times I, I thought, God, did, did wow, did I, did, how did I make that video go viral? I didn't. So I know God put me here and I'm not doubting God, but, um, but you know, I, I finally found my purpose. And, and I think when people read it's .gov and .mil sites, you know, like it, 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 I'm either one guy said the other day on one of my sites, he said, either Derek is one heck of a hacker or, you know, these, these .gov and .mil sites are, are all accurate. And what I did was instead of going through all the executive orders and laws and like infrastructure and racial inequity and this, 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 and this, I took all the laws and orders that just specifically have to do with the military operation and continuity of government. That way, I did it for myself, really, and my family first because I stumbled on it, like I said earlier in the show, that uh, I stumbled on it by... I was, I don't like to use the word depressed, but I think I was when I got out of the military because I, I felt like I had purpose then and it got taken from me. And I stumbled on it kind of in a reverse effect. And so when it when I put all this together, um, I put it together where the average everyday American like I am, I don't have a law degree. So right. I'm not, you know, I just took it where the average everyday American can start at a, at the foundation, what you're talking about, and go move it forward by every chronological order and chronological law and order. Um, and so it, it does form a true blueprint. But I do appreciate that question because I don't get that a lot. I, I love to share my faith because I was a kid. I grew up in church. I knew God. I knew who God was. Um, I had God-fearing grandparents. I had God-fearing parents. And then, you know, I was that typical. Nothing bad. You know, I wasn't like a bad Christian or anything like that. But um, I just didn't have a personal relationship uh, with Jesus Christ, so I appreciate that question because I don't. I do want to clarify because I don't. I, I mean, I don't know how that works with God and and then this the any kind of saint ladder forward this saint that saint. But you know, um, I know God saved me, um, and I called out to God. I didn't call. I you know, I didn't go to a buddy. I sat in that same graveyard and I raised my hands. And um, I said, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And um, I started reading my Bible and started uh, reading books that, that had substance uh, to it, different kind of uh, Kenneth Copeland, different people that, that I'd heard. My preacher friend was giving me stuff and, you know, and just anything that was that was Bible oriented, Bible foundation um, and the word. So uh, I do appreciate that, though. I'm, I wanted Derek, to clarify that. Yeah, so no, that's good. Do you mind if we send you some stuff too? So if you're still going and doing some deep absolutely. diving, I'd love to be able to send you some stuff. Absolutely, and yeah, here, absolutely. And, I'm, and I appreciate every prayer I can get yeah, to once again. So. And the other thing I would like, if you can send us, if you got um, a road, a, a trail of the things that you've been understanding, the codes you've been finding, and some sort of context for it, if you can send us a link, I'd love to put it. In our show notes, so that our, our listeners can say, "Well, maybe he's not crazy." <laughs> I love, I love, no, I love to have something like that that yeah. we can um, put in there, and that I have it. It's, it's actually the the document, the documents not info, and it's all free PDF files. I, I mean, I I feel like it's my service beyond my service. That's my purpose. So it's called the or the the documents plural the documents not info. And it leads you over to PDF files, and uh, and you'll see them in a chronological order. Um, so, and it, it it works better when you're on a laptop, but I believe they do work on your phone. But that's awesome. That's so. awesome. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank um, you, Knox. Yeah, well, thank you, guys. We're not. You just please, just pray for me. I do. I'll take all the free prayers. Mm -hmm. All right, brother. You do the same. I'll pray for him right now. Yeah, let's we'll do pray, it. I'll Go pray ahead. for him right now. Yeah. Hey, Father, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your. Um, goodness towards us. Thank you for Derek. Pray that you just be working in his life, drawing him near to you. We thank you for um, 
obvious uh, story of repentance and salvation. Uh, we pray that you would uh, give him wisdom and keep uh, all the enemies around him away and and give him clarity and, and surround him, Lord, with, with the right uh, advisors and the right pastor. And, and Father, we just pray that um, ultimately this is all about you and that we'd be right with you and seek you first and, and let all these things um, just fall into place, Father. We we also pray for our nation. We know it's we are massively confused. Uh, we have uh, gender mutilation. We have abortion. We have um, a spiritual disease, Lord, that we need to repent of. And we pray that our nation would, um, first and foremost, repent of our sins and we turn to you. Thank you for Derek. And we pray your blessing upon him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You ever in Idaho? Beers on me. Okay. I have a, well, I, have I was feeling, up there back in September, so I have a feeling we're going to have a careful. very long night if you show up here. <laughs> so, all right, Derek. Good talking to you, brother. <laughs> You might be starting to suspect that I am not a very big fan of federal financial aid. So let me confirm your suspicions and admit that I think it has been a bad business. Very bad. But let me first concede that federal aid has helped many millions of Americans, including myself, to fund their college experience. However, we often find that the benefits that we have received from something in the short term are completely undermined when we discover the long-term harm brought by that same thing. Incoming college freshmen are not the only ones that struggle to restrain themselves at the sight of the easy money that comes from student loans. Colleges have swiftly raised tuition to capture the extra money now available through Pell Grants, but especially the student loans. You must remember that colleges are businesses, and one of the primary rules of business is never leave money on the table. For instance, if you come to buy a car from me, which I intend to sell for $5,000, but I somehow find out that you actually brought $7,000 in cash and were prepared to spend it all, then guess what? The price just went up. Why? Because I don't want to leave money on the table. Similarly, if a college applicant can pay $7,000 for college, but the federal government comes alongside to give that applicant an additional $4,000 in Pell Grant money and another $8,000 in student loans, can you guess what the cost of college is now going to be? The answer is as easy as adding seven plus four plus eight. The new price is $19,000 because the college doesn't want to leave money on the table. To the skyrocketing cost of college tuition, some college presidents might say, look, education is just getting more and more expensive to deliver. We are simply passing the cost on to the consumer. However, there is no good justification for the steep climb in college tuition over the last several decades. Consider this, since 1985, the increase in the cost to attend college has doubled compared to the increase in the cost of healthcare. And while I think it is fair to say that healthcare has significantly improved over the last 35 years, I'm not sure that I can make the argument that college education has. Colleges don't like to admit it, but the fairly obvious cause in climbing tuition is not that this education costs more to deliver, but that there is more revenue to capture. This position was once advanced by William Bennett, President Reagan's Secretary of Education, and is often referred to as the Bennett Hypothesis. To quote Bennett, if anything, increases in financial aid in recent years have enabled colleges and universities blithely to raise their tuition, confident that federal loan subsidies would help cushion the increase. In 1978, subsidies became available to a greatly expanded number of students. In 1980, college tuitions began rising year after year at a rate that exceeded inflation. Subsequent decades have proved Bennett right. A recent study by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York demonstrated that for every dollar of subsidized student loan offered by the government, the market would respond by elevating tuition 60 cents. In the end, the federal money, rather than making college more affordable, has greased the skids for runaway tuition hikes. If you would like to follow this conversation, go to our blog where we will continue to post on our unique perspective on federal funding and higher education. The link is in the description or just go to nsa.edu and click on the blog.